0: It's time for the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports
1: podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stucky and Brady Beaton. That would be me, and uh, the other voice that you will hear would be Brady. Hello, how are you doing?
2: I am doing all right. I am excited now that we're starting to get more and more like actual concrete dates to talk about, and like it seems like we're finally about to have just a sports bonanza coming up here soon. I'm still holding my breath, yes, um,
1: some big dates today being one of them
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, are are coming up uh, here. and uh like like I think I said on the last podcast, I think you said it uh, as well. When uh, Saturday, January the ninth gets here and they've kicked it off and and actually, for me, Brady, they've actually each had a possession. <laughs> then I'll believe. That we're back and we're going.
2: You'll be listening uh, to me again. call the Marine City Frank game um, going, eh, I'm not sure. <laughs> at, maybe, at, maybe not. Maybe they'll call him off the field. Yeah. Uh, at least then at that point,
1: I'll feel like they'll get the season done. The, the current, uh, um, ban that we're
2: in right now is supposed to end what the 15th the 6th I think the 15th is the last day so it expires the 15th going on to the 16th yeah I never and, know when they when they say like it runs through the 15th or anything I'm like so wait does does the 15th still count or whatever yeah. not that not that they ever just let it expire because usually they repeal it yeah that, that
1: that's the thing so so we'll get f- through that Saturday game and then we'll be holding our breath all the way through Friday because usually they ding us a day or two before it's supposed to end and tell you that, oh, we've got to extend it. Again, they're doing this COVID testing, so I think football will be all right. I think football, volleyball, swimming are going to get done regardless of what happens with any bands, but an extension of the band it's going to mess up basketball because I don't think they can but I don't think COVID you're going to test see every basketball team in no, the state.
2: which I don't think is going to happen because I think you have teams or you have uh, the extension or the, the, the pause, whatever you want to call it, will be lifted sooner. I really believe that once the holidays are done, the main reason was to keep people from all gathering on New Year's Eve at a bar. Um all gathering somewhere over christmas try to limit that as much as possible so now that the new year would have come and gone i'm telling you i bet you before january 9th we know something whether it's good or bad because even in the last press conference they said if if things are going good we'll take action before then because it was a much longer extension you remember we they went three weeks originally then they pushed it what another 11 days to the 20th yeah and then they went almost a whole month extension from there that seemed like a lot and I think they just wanted to get well past the new year I am telling you next week I bet you we're talking about some sort of news on that front
1: well uh, yeah we we will be um, and it better be good (laughs) yes well at least
2: (laughs) hey at least next week since again uh, all the, I mean, New Year's Eve is going to be this what this coming Friday. Well, everybody behave, wear your mask, so, yeah, social so, distance. So, I'm there'll be another New Year. Yes, there'll be a lot more New Years, but next week is finally game week. Hopefully, we can do a a, a preview special, maybe on that Friday or that Wednesday. I'll, I'll break down everything. I'll talk. I'll get football nerdy up in this because i've been wanting to call a football game for so long and i thought it was going to be a really good game and i still hope it is so hopefully next week next week's game week
1: well i'm not going to get super sentimental but this is the last podcast of 2020 uh, and all i'll say with that is uh, good riddance uh we'll be back and we'll go over this a little more in depth
2: great to be in here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest-growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP.
5: Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: And uh, I'm going to
2: sound like a calendar here, but... uh, We have dates.
1: (laughs) We we have We
2: have a lot concrete that I... For the first time, I feel very confident about all of them ha- uh, actually happening.
1: I'm going to give you information, and some of these are very important. One has passed us already. Yes. Uh,
2: Monday. Well, two have. Old one's today.
1: Monday, football practice began right. with no contact. It was more or less conditioning or whatever Which you we do. we talked about it. With, without all that. Now, today is the next date in regards to that, and it's an important date. Because they're doing their COVID testing today, Mm -hmm. is my understanding. Yes. Test comes back in 15 minutes. Everybody passes. It's all clear for full practices. Mm -hmm. Kids can get out there. They can tackle. They can work on the things that they're going to need to work on in the short time that they have. Which I'm going to guess, too, that since they're testing football players today... Volleyball and swimming people are getting tested as um, well. I'll have to double check that. Volleyball and swim can start practicing on next Monday, the fourth.
2: Yes. So um I'm assuming that's when they'll get tested, but um once they start. But yeah, testing goes out today and But all three sports have to get tested. Right. And you have to Now get the, the all thing clear. that I want to know is are they being tested? Daily or are they being tested once, they pass, they're good. That I don't know how that situation Because works. I did not see anything about or I'll double check, maybe I misread it. I did not see anything about testing every day. It just says part of a rapid test pilot program.
1: So either way, I know they're getting these first tests, and I know that's key if we don't have a bunch of kids uh, coming to these practices and testing positive for COVID, right. we're going to have these three sports. Right. I'm fairly uh, – I'll, I'll go as high as 96%
2: on the confidence scale we're going to have these three sports. Right, because there's testing, there's those protocols in place. But first full pad practice today, I'm sure it's going to be a cold one. you got some snow on the ground for them. Um, but – I'm sure the kids are excited. Coaches have a Herculean task to get them ready for next Saturday.
1: So let's be serious about this for a second. You being a a football player who played not only in high school, but you played at Wayne State, so Mm -hmm. you played college football. Um, From December the 30th today to January the 9th, will they be ready?
2: Um, Is this doable
1: under – all, everything so, that's happened to them this year.
2: I would be more worried physically because at this point, like the teams that are at this point, they know the playbook. They know where they need to be and what they need to do, technique, things like that. I do think you can get them ready to take contact and do it in a safe way. I mean, you think about it. For uh, a normal football season in high school, you start you on a Monday. You have that first, that... um what do they call it? The, uh, the period, the, I can't think of the right word to get used to the, um, that five day period where they go, no pads, no pads, uh, shell, shells, full pads. And you do that. That's one week. And then usually you have like your inner squad scrimmage at the end of that week, the next week, by the end of that, you have a four way scrimmage. So that's nine ish practices before you go full contact with someone else. These, these, especially with these coaching staffs that are still left, they're better coach. You don't make it to the regional final by being a bad coaching staff. I think that um, if they prepare the right way and the kids have been doing their part to stay in shape, that, yeah, it's going to take them a few days to get them ready, to get their body prepared to get hit, get them used to that contact again. But will they be clicking at 100%? No. That takes a month, a month and a half. Will they be safe? I think they can be safe in the amount of time as long as the coaches attack it in the right way.
1: What's more important here, um, is it just getting back into shape um, and that sort of stuff or is actual game planning? Like if you're Marine City, how long are you working on – getting everybody in shape and remembering how to tackle and remembering all that stuff, and then how many days
2: or practices do you need for Frankenmuth? See, the thing is, I'm assuming they've been game planning for the past month and a half, that they know the game plan. They know what they're going to do against Frankenmuth. Um, but how, how have they delivered that message to the kids? Though? So, I, I mean, it depends on each team. I don't know if they've had Zoom meetings. I don't know if they've met and talked about things. Um, what I do know is that the, the, those last two days which they were able to get in were big being able to condition and get your legs at least underneath you on Monday and Tuesday helped out a lot so that that's that part um what I'd be doing right now is a lot of tackling a dummy drill hitting the sled a lot of things like that to get your body used to it not necessarily running into each other maybe some form fitting things like that to you know, crash the pads a little bit, and get them ready. I don't know if those were allowed. Uh, I know it was non-contact, but is that contact with each other, any tackling at all? Um, I know they were in shoulder pads and helmets. So, But to give the game plan, you can incorporate that while still conditioning your kids. Um, I've seen, I mean, being at Marine City practice, I've seen them do it with, uh, with just, you know, you hurry up tempo, run plates, things like that. There's ways to do it. And, I, again, I think the coaching staffs left have had a plan in place. Um, they've just been waiting to execute it. So I don't think they got to Monday and went, all right, what are we going to do? I think they've known what they're doing for a long time and talked about it and really vetted this out. So
1: January the 9th, then, is when 11-man uh, regional finals are and the eight-man uh, teams will play their semifinals. We don't have any eight-man teams left that we cover, mm-hmm. uh, but in the regionals, Uh, In Division 4, you've got North Branch 9-0. The Broncos will get a home game against 6-2 Detroit Country Day. Yellow Jackets-Broncos, this is an interesting matchup. You hear Detroit Country Day, and they're one of those teams where you go, ooh. But I don't know. It's at North Branch, and the Broncos have been really, really good this season. It's just a question of do you believe – North Branch has played a tough schedule. Or do you believe that they blew through the BWAC because the BWAC wasn't as strong this year? Well, I mean, this year?
2: you say that, but you look at the last game they played. Again, it was how long ago. But they kind of took care of business against Ortonville-Brandon. Who was a good team. or yeah. Went into that one. Ortonville-Brandon is a Brandon good team. Going, everybody. They had lost one game, and that was to undefeated Fenton. Besides that, I mean... They just buzzsawed their way through and then <laughs> then they got exposed by North Branch. I think North Branch is the buzzsaw this year. I think they're a team that can beat Country Day. I mean, you look at it, in the playoffs, they've given up 28 points and that was all the Ortonville Brandon. They shut out a really good Croslex team, albeit not a full. Yeah,
1: Croslex you know, went into that game sh- crippled.
2: Yes. So not necessarily a full scale cross lex team but you still have to play the team across from you they're still trying to score so you've done that i mean you're putting up your lowest point total for the year was 27 and that was against again a, a more fully stacked cross lex team
1: yeah that was that first meeting and that was early in the season that was like week three yeah. that they played that game and that but besides that
2: they're the regularly they tested in regularly putting up 40 points yeah
1: all right, Marine City, Frankenmuth is in D5. Frankenmuth's 9-0. and We know they're good. Marine City's 8-1. and We know how good they are. Their only loss was that game that they decided not to play. Any game they've played, they... At, at Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. And now you almost wish that they could have been able to play that game
2: because had they won it, they probably would be playing at home instead of having to go to Frankenmuth. Right. The good news is, is if you win, you get either Lansing Catholic or Gross Eel at home for the semifinal. Uh, this yeah, game and then this game is probably a final yeah so I mean we talked about it way back when this was about to happen Marine City's probably if there were odds on this game the underdog like not by a lot but I think Frankenmuth has the slight edge um, just because well They've been a killer to this area, and Frankenmuth's really good. They, I mean, the week before they beat Corona 56-14, they beat Almont 28-0. So they've ran through their playoffs. I mean, Marine City has too, 30 to nothing, 33-22. Or excuse me, 47-28. Their last two playoff games. But I mean, I feel like none of that matters because it's all about like preparing for this three-week stretch that these teams have and it's going to come down to the quality of coaching staffs and it's going to come down to the dedication of the kids and those are two things that marine city has in spades i mean i i i challenge any coaching staff to be put up assistant for assistant against the marine city staff that just the football knowledge there and the way to prepare if there's any team in the area that is going to be more prepared than this marine city team i don't know who it is Because I think they will be really ready to go. And I actually think, in a weird way, this benefits Marine City over Frankenmuth.
1: Well, I'll just say this. They're a young team, and they're getting all sorts of experience here under duress, too. That's the other part about it. So just imagine what the next couple of years are going to be like. With a program where we already just expect them to rack up wins. Yeah, But their wins might be a little more
2: meaningful well, at the end of well, the mean, next couple of both, seasons. Both of these teams, Frankenmuth and, and Marine City, the offenses they run are tailored to be run in the cold, be run in the snow. They're not throwing a ton while they can, but they're not. No, I it, actually think Frankenmuth probably and throws a little thing, more than Marine one City One thing does. I wouldn't be surprised to see, especially if it's colder and harder, I wouldn't be surprised to see a little Charles Tiger at quarterback just to give that another option. They did it once or twice during the year just to throw a little wrinkle in there. That's something I wouldn't be shocked to see out of Marine City. A little
1: wildcat. I mean, is it really a wildcat <laughs> when
2: he's when it when he's basically could be a quarterback?
1: Yeah, well, you you've got Heslip there, and he's, the, he's a sophomore. He's the man already.
2: He is, but I mean, the I guess the knock against him is he's not as good of a runner as he's not a mobile quarterback but you don't need to when you have an arm like that yeah. so you want to and when another, you have
1: the backfield that they yeah
2: stack up. but you want to throw another dimension at him and really i mean if you can't throw you want to add that wrinkle you want to add that threat of that quarterback you move charles tiger back there even if they just do it for a drive or two just to throw him off i mean i have a feeling he's going to get a lot of touches come the night
1: then in uh, d8 Carson City Crystal, who I know nothing about but is 6-1 and one on the year, will be at Ubley, who is seven, uh, and 7-2. And after a 1-2 and two start, the Bearcats have uh, have kicked it up a notch. To uh, use a coin phrase. I think somebody uses that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Ubley has turned into a buzzsaw yeah, their last no six games um you know after oh i think it was what a, a one one or two point loss to in the beach. opener to Harbor beach and then they were beaten by sandusky who steamrolled everybody and then sandusky was one of those teams that went to a a grouping of death yeah, in the playoffs and lost on a two point conversion everybody was you know 900 and 0 in in that
2: bracket yeah they were not they were 6 and 0 in a 3 seed
1: yeah i mean so <laughs> There, there you go. But uh, so ugly gets Carson City Crystal. So those are the three football games that w- we're interested in on January the ninth. Carson
2: City Crystal, by the way, six and one. They lost their second game to Breckenridge. They uh, missed two weeks, I'm uh, um, assuming to COVID. Um, so, but since then in the playoffs, I mean, they beat Montebello in the first round, forty two nothing. Uh, I have not seen Saranac.
1: Yep, Saranac. Yeah.
2: Uh, 13 and Fowler twenty-one to two in their last game. So
1: I've heard of Fowler.
2: Yeah. So they've uh they've had a decent run, but I think uh, I think Ugly's gonna is the favorite in this game and probably play uh for a, a semifinal again.
1: All right. Uh, then so that all happens January the 9th. January the twelfth. Volleyball can play its uh, quarterfinals, um, and. Ubley yeah. in Division 4, their girls will play Auburn Hills-Oakland Christian. Now, originally, this game was going to be played, or this match, sorry, it's a match in volleyball, uh, this is why we don't cover it as, as hard, <laughs> <laughs> it was to be played at Marlette. I do not know if that's still what's going to happen uh, here because, of course, that was scheduled for January the 5th under their first try-around for all of this stuff. but right. um, So, at any rate, Ugly will be involved uh, in uh, a quarterfinal uh, on the 12th. And then volleyball will get done boom, boom, boom. Because they'll play the 12th, the quarterfinals. The 14th and the 15th, they'll play the semifinals. The 16th, they'll play the finals. Mm-hmm. This is a big, like, weekend, 14th through the, the 16th. Because swim will, will restart with the finals, the 15th and the 16th. And on the 16th, basketball and hockey can begin practices. Yes.
2: Along with, I think, bowling, too, I believe, yeah. is the other sport.
1: So, the, winter, the basically, the winter sports can start their practices. And also, the 16th will finally be the end of the eight-man football season. Mm.
2: They'll play their finals, and football will play their semifinals. And that's also the same day that the current pause is supposed to end. Yes, so that's gonna so be. So that's that. The sixteenth is just chock full of stuff, and it's huge. Right. Um. So that's nice. I know at least for the first game, there are no spectators allowed at any of it, whether it's football, volleyball, swim or dive. So, I mean, that's unfortunate, but I'm sure that if they had to pick between letting fans in or not playing, yeah. they'd rather not let fans in and be able to play.
1: Uh, yeah, I, actually, for for me and maybe this is selfish because in the back of my conscience, I'm saying, oh, good for us if nobody can come, they're going to listen to get stuck on sports. dot com. They want to know what's going on. Um, the simple fact is,
2: is I don't think anybody's going to be allowed to events
1: until spring.
2: See, I think basketball you can allow a couple parents, and I don't think that would happen though before March. See, the only thing I don't know is I don't know how the current order affects this. I don't know if once that's lifted that if they're going to be allowed to or since you know high school sports is under, that, under the government umbrella that they get final say. I don't know the inner workings of that or why it, they can or can't. I mean, I see no reason why you're not allowed to have your parents or whoever you live with come with you because, okay, you go and play and then you go back to that house.
1: Yeah, but in the meantime, everybody's in a gym together, and you know how it – you know how it, you can go in with the best intentions of we're going to sit apart, we're going to wear our masks, then the game gets going and nobody sits apart and nobody wears their mask. Right. Um, and you get the intermixing of fan Plus, nobody's maybe nobody's seen each other for a while. I would if, – if I were going to lax on this, I would say uh, parents of seniors can – Come to like important games. If it might be your kid's last basketball or hockey game or wrestling match or whatever, then you you can go to that
2: one. Um, yeah, that's a hard. That's a slippery slope. Yeah, the, it, it is. But I mean, I mean be, like uh, I
1: like I said before, there'll, there'll be other New Years. There'll be other games for the kids who aren't seniors.
2: Yeah. It's it's just tough though.
1: Marine City's eight and one. We know how good they are. Their only loss was that game that they decided not to play. Any game they have played, they at, at Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. And now you almost wish that they could have been able to play that game because had they
2: won it, they probably would be playing at home instead of having to go to Frankenmuth. Right. The good news is is if you win, you get either Lansing Catholic or Gross Eel at home for the semifinal. Uh, this yeah, game. and then this game is probably. The Again, final. Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about it way back when this was about to happen. Marine City's probably, if there were odds on this game, the underdog. Like, not by a lot, but I think Frankenmuth has the slight edge. Um, just because, well, they've been a killer to this area, and Frankenmuth's really good. They, I mean, the week before, they beat Corona 56-14. They beat Almont 28 nothing. So they've ran through their playoffs. I mean, Marine City has two, 30 to nothing, 33 33-22, or excuse me, 47-28, their last two playoff games. But I mean, I feel like none of that matters because it's all about like preparing for this three-week stretch that these teams have. And it's going to come down to the quality of coaching staffs, and it's going to come down to the dedication of the kids. And those are two things that Marine City has in spades. I mean, I, I, I challenge any coaching staff to be put up assistant for assistant against the Marine City staff, that just the football knowledge there and the way to prepare, if there's any team in the area that is going to be more prepared than this Marine City team, I don't know who it is because I think they will be really ready to go, and I actually think in a weird way this benefits Marine City over Frankenmuth.
1: Well, I'll just say this. They're a young team. And they're getting all sorts of experience here under duress, yes. too. That's the other part about it. So just imagine what the next couple of years are going to be like with a program where we already just expect them to rack up wins. Yeah. But th- their wins might be a little more
2: meaningful uh, at the end of well, the next couple of both, seasons. Both of these teams, Frank and Ruth and Marine City, the offenses they run are tailored to be run in the cold, be run in the snow. They're not throwing a ton while they can, but they're not now, I it, actually think Frankenmuth probably and throws a thing, little more than Marine One City thing does. I wouldn't be surprised to see, especially if it's colder and harder, I wouldn't be surprised to see a little Charles Tiger at quarterback just to give that another option. They did it once or twice during the year just to throw a little wrinkle in there. That's something I wouldn't be shocked to see out of Marine City. A little
1: wildcat. I mean, is it really a wildcat <laughs> when he's
2: when it when he's Basically, could be a quarterback.
1: Yeah. Well, you you've got Heslip there, and he's the he, sophomore. He's the man already.
2: He is. But I mean, the I guess the knock against him is he's not as good of a runner as he's not a mobile quarterback. But you don't need to when you have an arm like that. Yeah. So you want to throw and when another, you have the backfield that they yeah stack up. But you want to throw another dimension at him and really. I mean, if you can't throw, you want to add that wrinkle. You want to add that threat of that quarterback. You move Charles Tiger back there, even if they just do it for a drive or two, just to throw him off. I mean, I have a feeling he's going to get a lot of touches come the ninth. And
1: then in uh, D eight, Carson City Crystal, who I know nothing about, but is six and one on the year, will be at Ubley, who is seven uh, and two. And after a one and two start, the Bearcats have uh, have kicked it up a notch. Who uh, use a coin phrase? I think somebody uses that, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> Ubley has turned into a buzzsaw. Yeah, their no last kidding. six games. Um, you know, after oh, I think it was what a, a one one or two point loss to in the Beach. opener to Harbor Beach, and then they were beaten by Sandusky, who steamrolled everybody. And then Sandusky was one of those teams that went to a a grouping of death. Yeah, in the playoffs, and lost mark. on a two point conversion. Everybody was you know
2: 900 and 0 in in that bracket. Yeah, they were nine. They were six and zero in a three seed.
1: Yeah, I mean, so there, there you go. But uh, so Ubley gets Carson City Crystal. So those are the three football games that w- we're interested in on January the ninth. Carson
2: City Crystal, by the way, six and one. They lost their second game to Breckenridge. They uh, missed two weeks, I- I'm assuming, to COVID. Um, so, but since then, in the playoffs, I mean, they beat Montebello in the first round, forty-two nothing. Uh, I have not seen Saranac. Yep, Saranac. Yeah. Uh, fifty-two, thirteen, and Fowler twenty-one to two in their last game. So
1: I've heard of Fowler.
2: Yeah. So they've uh they've had a decent run, but I think uh I think Ubley's gonna is the favorite in this game and probably play uh for a, a semifinal again.
1: All right. Uh, then so that all happens January the 9th. January the twelfth. Volleyball can play its uh, quarterfinals, um, and. Ubley, in Division 4, their girls will play Auburn Hills, Oakland, Christian. Now, originally, this game was going to be played, or this match, sorry, it's a match in volleyball, Um, this is why we don't cover it as as hard, (laughs) (laughs) was to be played at Marlette. I do not know if that's still what's going to happen here because, of course, that was scheduled for January the 5th under their first try-around for all of this stuff. but right. um, So, at any rate, Ugly will be involved uh, in uh, a quarterfinal uh, on the 12th. And then volleyball will get done boom, boom, boom. Because they'll play the 12th, the quarterfinals. The 14th and the 15th, they'll play the semifinals. The 16th, they'll play the finals. Mm-hmm. This is a big, like, weekend, 14th through the, the 16th. Because swim will, will restart with the finals, the 15th and the 16th. And on the 16th, basketball and hockey can begin practices. Yes. Along with, I think, bowling, too, I believe, yeah. is the other sport. So the winter, basically, the winter sports can start their practices. And also, the 16th will finally be the end of the eight-man football season. Mm. They'll play their
2: finals, and football will play their semifinals. And that's also the same day that the current pause is supposed to end. Yes, so that's going to so be So that's that the 16th is just chock full of stuff and it's huge. Right. Um so that's nice. I know at least for the first game there are no spectators allowed at any of it whether it's football, volleyball, swim or dive. So I mean that's unfortunate, but I'm sure that if they had to pick between letting fans in or not playing, yeah. they'd rather not let fans in and be able to play.
1: Uh, yeah, I, actually, for for me and maybe this is selfish because in the back of my conscience, I'm saying, oh, good for us if nobody can come, they're going to listen to get stuck on sports.com. They want to know what's going on. Um, the simple fact is, is I don't think anybody's going to be allowed to events until spring.
2: See, I think basketball you can allow a couple parents, and I don't think that would happen though before March. See, the only thing I don't know is I don't know how the current order affects this. I don't know if once that's lifted that if they're going to be allowed to or since you know high school sports is under that under the government umbrella that they get final say. I don't know the inner workings of that or why it they can or can't. I mean, I see no reason why you're not allowed to have your parents or whoever you live with come with you because, okay, you go and play and then you go back to that house.
1: Yeah, but in the meantime, everybody's in a gym together, and you know how it, you know how to, you can go in with the best intentions of we're going to sit apart, we're going to wear our masks. Then the game gets going, and nobody sits apart, and nobody wears their mask. Right. Um, and you get the intermixing of fan. Plus, nobody's, maybe nobody's seen each other for a while. I would, if, if I were going to lax on this, I would say uh, parents of seniors can come to like important games. If it might be your kids last basketball or hockey game or wrestling match or whatever, then you you can go to that one.
2: Um yeah, that's a hard that's a slippery slope. Yeah, but, uh, it, it is, but I mean, I mean be,
1: like uh, I like I said before, though there'll, there'll be other New Years, there'll be other games for the kids who aren't seniors.
2: Yeah. It's it's just tough, though. so But, yeah, it says, um, yeah, just no spectators allowed. I don't know how long that lasts for. I'm sure as, as soon as they're allowed to have at least a couple people in per kid, they will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then once we get beyond the, the 16th, um, we get to the uh, 22nd and the 23rd of January. That's when the football finals will begin. That's when basketball teams could start playing games. I don't mm-hmm. know how many teams – uh, are going to open on that that Friday and Saturday. I mean, I guess it just d- depends on how compact your schedule is and, and, what, if you're and what your to, league does to, too to stretch it out. But I know Monday, January the twenty fifth, is when the like the BWAC is going to get mm-hmm. going because uh, we we did get our hands on a crosslex Shout uh, out, schedule. Coach
2: Lance Campbell, for sending that our way. And, really and appreciate that. First they one they
1: open at Richmond on Monday the the twenty fifth. So kind of circle that one.
2: Yeah. Two, because... The, Those are the top two teams in the BWAC. Yeah, the, the
1: early season reviews is Crosslex is the team to beat, and Richmond is the team with the best chance to, at beating them. Mm-hmm. So... If anybody can. God, it's nice to have things to talk about. <laughs> Isn't it? It's it's kind of nice, yeah. We'll talk more about... Uh, we can talk more about that uh, coming up. I think we're uh, we're about due for uh, our, our break here. Um, and then... Uh, We'll have uh, more on this last podcast of 2020. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
3: 800- 2507520.
6: Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC.
4: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people.
2: Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to
0: GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, Get Stuck On Sports, the Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. Final uh, show for 2020. When uh, next we uh, get uh, together, it will be 2021. Wow. Uh, not real super sentimental, uh, Brady, but... Uh, especially for this year. Especially for this year. Because this year was really a, a, a doozy. Yeah. I don't even... Man.
2: For me, personally, this, oh, yeah.
1: this, this has been hectic. Mm-hmm. Started out fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, it started out like know, any other
1: rem- year. I don't remember the, the beginning of the year thinking that... That this was going to be a bad year. In fact, uh, we we went into it back uh, last uh, January. The prowlers were doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was enjoying uh, listening to the, the broadcast with uh, you and Jeremy, um, and you know, feeling that little bit of bit of pride. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I know it sounds silly, but I do. You know, when 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 you when you're doing good things, and I thought you were doing good things. Um, and it, and it's a, a big part of the reason why
2: you're in. The- yeah. Little did you know it was an audition
1: day. <laughs> well, but I mean, it was a no brainer. Yeah. It was a no brainer at that point to say, yeah, I can bring Brady in on this and, uh, and not worry about a thing. Um, right. and, and so, but I mean, and they were really good and they were loading up mm-hmm. and we were really excited for the post season because we really thought. That it it came down to it was between them and Carolina in who was East. going to win. Not for me, who was going to win the cup. Whoever uh, there was, was four or five teams. Whoever won in that other series, or in the West, I guess. They're, we're were they're just going to be there to be beaten by Port Huron or Carolina in the finals
2: because
1: those teams were good, but well, the good news is they Port have Huron, a lot of Carolina back. Were loaded.
2: But yeah, and then everything gets shut down. Yeah, and, and like, then.
1: I was, I was into the basketball. Like, again, I knew COVID was going on. I knew Italy was getting rampaged by COVID. Right. But I was in the middle of girls' basketball. Marine City girls made it to the regionals. Um, Imlay City was in that regional. Uh, and the night that they shut everything down, it was a Thursday, I was getting ready to, do, to go to Imlay City and do that game. Um, actually, it was in Goodrich, but mm-hmm. I was going to Goodrich to do Lake Fenton, Emily City, and then the next night was going to be a, a Boys District no. Finals, and I was going to do um, Dakota yeah, and Northern. Northern. yeah. Um, and so that's what I was focused on, and I got to the radio station that Thursday afternoon to get all my stuff, and that's when I got notification from the state, all games are canceled. Yep. Uh, and then I got notification about a half hour after that, from the boss, that people weren't going to be in the building. Yeah,
2: yeah, cause uh, that, I rem- because I rem- there
1: wasn't going to be any sports. I wasn't going to be in the building because and I wasn't going to be working
2: that Thursday or I want to say that Friday. I went on your show that you had, and we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Because there was uh, the day before the NBA had canceled the or postponed the nhl had postponed the fhl had postponed march madness was postponed canceled whatever you want to call it everything just halted and i remember it didn't really hit like i i figured out what the gravity of the situation was i went out and i just went and played basketball at a park with some of my friends i came back that night and that's when the nba had said were like they were the first league to go we're not playing. And and then you went, oh, the, this is real. Like, this is serious. Because they don't leave money on the table. And then I think when I, it really hit me is when they just out and out canceled March Madness. Yeah. Because that's a billion-dollar industry for a month. So, I sat at home
1: all spring and into the, the summer months getting paid not to work. Yeah which I guess is a good gig if you can get it, but um, the Mackinac race came around, and they decided to do a Mackinac race. Yeah. Um, A lot of that is the fact that they've got quite a streak going, and it's in the 90s, and I know they want to get to 100 consecutive races. And also you're on your own boat. Ever taking a break, yeah, and and they did it in a way where it it was safe, and, and it ended up that they had no issues as far as, COVID was uh, concerned with the race. And I got called back into work. And and at that moment, like, there was 10 days there where it it actually felt normal. Yeah, this was mid-July.
2: So, at that point, you had been sitting home for at least all of April, all of May, all of June.
1: Yeah, going crazy. Yes. So, mid-July, I get to go in. I get to cover the Mackinac race. I get 10, like like I say, 10 days where I'm going to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was just for a couple of hours a day, but I was was going to work. um, And I even got to do a couple of shows. I did a show on a Friday and a show on a Monday. And it kind of felt like, okay, this is how life is supposed to be for me. Um, And talk was Major League Baseball was going to start. Tigers were going to
2: start playing games. Oh, God, remember that debacle about how they couldn't, the owners would just give the same offer in different forms. They're like, okay, we'll give you 33%. And then they go, okay, we'll give you point five of sixty six percent. Or we'll <laughs> give you double of of seventeen percent. And you're like, that's all the same thing in the same packaging. Yeah. And how you we didn't think there was gonna be a baseball season and yeah, that but, was annoying. But anyway. But
1: but anyways, so I got kind of put on layoff mm. again after Mackinac. But when the phone actually rang on July, I think it was twenty fourth or twenty fifth, mm-hmm. whatever day it was. Um, I thought it was a call to say, hey, Tigers are starting up stuck. Why don't you come back and you can at least run Tiger games in the evening like you did and mm-hmm. you know, maybe do uh, an hour show before whatever. There's stuff going on. We need you back. But, no, it was the phone call to say, Up, oh, times are tough. We, we're letting a lot of people go, and, uh, yeah, you're on the list because mm-hmm. <laughs> there isn't anything for you to do. Yeah, let the sports department go, which was you. So, um, but within, what, 48 hours, uh, we met for lunch.
2: I think the day you called me, we went to dinner.
1: Yeah. Uh, And we're like, well, since it's not really getting covered, I I mean, high school coverage in this town at that moment was basically Brandon Folsom. Yeah. And we're like, well, let's go do this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, by... By mid-August,
2: actually had a had an actual company. Oh yeah, I mean we started work. Like get stuck on sports is an LLC. Yes, (laughs) I mean we were starting stuff by the before August started. I I remember like at least getting stuff done.
1: We had me, Mm -hmm. we had you, so we knew what we were. We knew what we wanted and how it was going to sound. Yes, all we needed was somebody to. To help us get the business started,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then equipment, uh, and it just so happened that Andrew got fired by the radio station too, and he was the perfect guy for the job. Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah, our our engineer who's yeah. been who has kept us afloat just technologically wise. Yeah, he
1: he knew everything that I needed, uh, you know, everything that I would would use, mm-hmm. and he knew how to get it, where to get it, how to get it at affordable prices, because that was the big thing. Yeah. For us, it was going to cost. The startup cost was a lot to to get in to get it going, uh, and then we'd go from there, and uh, it worked out. But he, but then even that became okay. August, we started preparing for a football then season, we, and it literally got. I applied for the business license, and within forty eight hours, they canceled football.
2: Yeah, and on that same day <laughs> that you applied, I'm pretty sure we ordered schedules. For football, we did we we had we put, had put together. Schedules. A, we had twenty games. We had ordered them all. We and those fit, weren't cheap. No, <laughs> we ordered a thousand of them, and there's I think they're still in my basement. Uh, I've got some in the backseat of the car. That yeah. the next time I have a bonfire. Yeah. So it was them like, along okay. with the
1: second so schedules, then, which ended up being obsolete as well.
2: Yeah. So we were like, okay, um, now what? So we just hung out for a little bit. I had a little. I found, like, a side job to do for a little bit. And then I just remember one day I was golfing down in, I think, Taylor with some of my buddies. And we found out on we were on a tee box, and they said, oh, hey, sports can happen. We're like, oh, hey, cool, like Tigers and Michigan State, Michigan, and all that. And then by the green, it was, oh, high school football's back. And then I think I called you. We were on the phone for, like, two hours. On the way home, or on my way home, figuring out what we needed to do because at that point we had thirteen. It was that Thursday, and I think it was two Fridays from then was when the first game was going to be.
1: Well, the the part of it that I remember is because uh, we we had to sell. Yes, we had to get uh, people to to sponsor what we were doing, um, and not Thirty years on the radio, I never sold. No, there were other people for that. I was on-air talent. Yes, um, and I know that you were, were not a sales guy. I think the first day we went to thirty-five businesses. Something it was. It we was went a to lot. thirty-five there businesses, was... and one person bought. It but was, it was at the end of the day, the last one it was the last person we went in, uh, and and they bought an advertising package, uh, and that went from getting ready to drive into the river. Yes, uh, to oh. We did okay. it.
2: We'll go back and we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and that was when, yeah, that was. It was like a cheesy ending to the bad first episode of a season of a TV show <laughs> where they're all disheveled and they go into like let's just. Try. We were like, let's just try here, and then we go in and they're like, yep, we'll get this. And we're like, oh, we did it. We did it. We're like, we have some money. Yeah, we, we walked out of there with a check. Like, it, it just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I think we sat in the car and you go, did we just sell
1: that? <laughs> it's like, this is real, right? That just happened? And then, I was so used to everybody telling me, even the people who were, who, who were interested were like, oh, we just can't do it. This is a bad right. year. And it's like, how could I argue with anybody? Mm-hmm. We couldn't argue with anybody.
2: Right. And like. We're not. We don't have that sales gift. I think we both felt guilty going into a lot of businesses. And by the way, if you're a business and you want to advertise, we're still. We still need some.
1: Um, oh, and the podcasts are booming right now.
2: Yes, our, we our got numbers the, for these which podcasts are insane. Which thank you guys. Uh, I don't know if what it took so long for the website to update the numbers, but they are awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, like. Like what we do it because we need to, but I think we both feel guilty, especially now going into a business and being like, "Can we have some money, please?" Even well, though I feel like we have a very good product. And- yeah,
1: well, I mean, it's it's high school sports, and so I, I'm hopeful that when times are better, that sells itself. Right. Because that's what it's really about. Hmm. Um. It's it's getting the coverage. Uh, for our student athletes that they don't really get. I mean, we've talked about it before on past uh, uh, podcasts and that, the, about the good old days mm-hmm. when Jim Weimer and, and a staff of like five, six writers at the Times Herald covering sports. Right. And we had at that time uh, WPHM and WHLS were separate entities owned by separate people mm-hmm. and – I would go out to games for WHLS uh, and Kevin Miller would cover games for WPHM. So you had two radio stations broadcasting games. Um, There was the radio station in Marine City for a while had a guy that did games. Marty Simmons was uh, Mm -hmm. down there for a while doing games. So you had that. You had newspaper coverage. There was just more information that was out there and it's – Slowly but surely started to dwindle off, um, and uh, I think Brandon Folsom does a great job at the Times Herald, but he's mm. he's a one man wrecking crew right. basically, who like gets a have... little bit of help from Costanzo. Right. Uh, and, and when there's our big pro- games to talk about, yeah, uh, and then you know we covered a, a lot for a crazy football season, right? Th- where, where there were only six regular season games, um, we did a lot of football. We had 2 weeks where we broadcasted 4 games. Yeah, we did 8 games in 2 weeks. I mean, by by week 3, we had already done 10 games. Right. And and had we had the the full season, we would have done about with with what we've got going on now with with the teams going as deep as they have, mm-hmm. we'd have done 30 football games. Yeah. That's a lot. So hopefully next year, but And basketball. Oh my goodness. We uh, had we had basically one Hundred games, fifty each. I thought we had some hockey in there too. Yeah, but the, for for the yeah. winter sports schedule, so you just wait till till yeah. next. Oh year. yeah. By the way, <laughs> yeah, we're going
2: along the timeline a little behind the scenes. We sat in here one afternoon. We came back from lunch, and this was early November, like the first or second round of the of the boys' uh, football playoffs. And we sat down. We went through. We had every team schedule. We had a master schedule, and we went through, put down who we wanted to cover each day. We went through March, and I think the least amount of uh, times we covered a team was like six, and we had as many as like 11 for some teams, so we were covering more than half of a team season, and... The next thing that Sunday was when they shut it down. Yeah. So we're gonna stop making schedules <laughs> because we're over to doing
1: that. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, we we can't stop making schedules because you gotta you gotta be somewhat prepared for this. You can't go willy nilly, um, but uh, I mean, I suppose you could, but then it gets really hectic for people who want to listen. Like yeah, to get something out there in advance where you can say, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. My kid's game is is going to be this day that we can listen. Cool. Right. <clears throat> and they can also say, oh, man, Brady's doing our game. I wish Stucky was doing our game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding on that last point. Got to take a, another break here, and uh, then we've got uh, one last segment to wrap things up for 2020. Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
6: Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
1: TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and
2: construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest-growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit TP tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products
1: including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt and more. They are open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Ron Viking Stadium in Marysville.
5: Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years well-known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools,
1: your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, uh, Brady Beaton. Stan Parman's another guy I've got to say thank you to. Yeah. I scribbled down some stuff uh, in an email. Well, scribbled it down in an email. Yeah. Said, hey, Parman, do me a favor. Cut this stuff. And he was like, what's this for you, bleep and bleep? And I told him what it was for, and he said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And I said, how much do you need? And he said, I'll do it for free.
2: What a nice guy. Yeah, so thank you, Stan. Who else do we need to thank for helping us get off the ground in 2020? I mean, Brandon Folsom's helped us out a lot. Yep. He's been a very good ally. Um, All
1: the folks who have been gracious enough to, to yep. come in, and it started really during football season with the picks. Yeah. Um, uh, getting guys like Danny White to, mm-hmm. to come in and uh, Kenny Semmelsberger Paul Um, Costanzo. Paul Costanzo.
2: Joe Pace. Joe Pace. Yeah, we (laughs)
1: can't believe Joe Pace (laughs) beat me at the best week. That well, tied with me. Yeah, for the best week that week. What was the? He, we were thinking of all, of all the guests who came on. He would have no clue. Yeah, he'd we, have a losing record. Like we thought he'd be the
2: fun one. And, like he's a very he just, charismatic guy, and he stomped right through it. Who, what was the upsets he picked? Um, he, he picked like four games. He almost picked like, Armada to beat North Branch. Like we rolled our eyes at him, and he would have he beat right. you, but I talked him out of. Yeah. I think the Anchor Bay Eisenhower game.
1: Yep. Yep, he uh, he had Eisenhower with me, and you picked Anchor Bay and gave all these great reasons why he thought Anchor Bay was going to win the game, and he changed his mind and he picked Anchor Bay. Otherwise, he would
2: have been nine and one. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I did have the only perfect week though. So.
1: Yeah. Little little that it did you any help?
2: Well, at least I have that one feather in my cap because I think
1: I went nine and one the week he went perfect.
2: Yeah. Well. <laughs> I went perfect and you didn't, so that's yeah. my banner. Anyway. Um,
1: I think I won by four games or something like that.
2: Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> we might have to figure something <laughs> out for basketball season for the picks.
1: It's just so hard. There's so many games and so much yeah, going we, on. Yeah,
2: but, like, we can figure out a system where and we – ch-
1: And then are you doing only boys' games? Are you doing girls' games? Are you doing them separate? Are you doing them
2: together? together? Yeah, it's we'll figure, we will figure. We can figure something out because that was always a fun segment. You're throwing
1: hockey in there.
2: I have some ideas we can talk about but we've rambled on a lot in this podcast. It was good for the last of 2020.
1: Well, it was uh yeah. It it, it was one of those things that had to be done. Mm-hmm. We had to
2: to put closure
1: before, you know. This has
2: felt like the like <laughs> simultaneously the longest and shortest year ever. Like it feels like life has been kind of paused since March. But in the same token, my life changed a lot, at least personally, since March. Like, I mean, if you had told me where I was now with my job, what I'm doing outside of this, six months ago, I would have been like, what in the hell are you talking? How does that happen? We are in a pandemic. How does any of what you're telling me happen happens? So
1: it's a good question. Because I still scratch my head on a daily basis going, what in the world
2: is going on here? Like, (laughs) it's funny, back in... Keep
1: keep thinking I'm going to wake up at some point and it's going to be back in the middle of June on a hot summer day and I'm still laid off from work.
2: I thought you were going to say March when... (laughs) Oh yeah, like I'm going to be going to McMorrin in March and getting ready for a Prowler's week of hockey and... No, it's it's crazy. Like I just it's hard to believe what happened this year and for better or for worse, I mean this year wasn't all bad, trust me. The the year
1: I I think the year for me has gone by fast, but when I look back at stuff, it seems like a long like just September Seems like a long yeah. time ago to me. Well, I mean, at the beginning of the year. So much has been happening.
2: I was applying for, like, baseball gigs oh, I You I remember that.
1: You would send them to me and, yeah. and say, what do you think about this, stuck? What do you think about yeah. that? What, what do I need to send it these It was, people? like, in
2: North Carolina or South Dakota or Missouri or Maine, like, Florida. Those were all places I applied to. And I just think about how crazy it would have been if I actually got one of them.
1: Well, even when we were starting up uh this, there was an opportunity presented to you and you should have listened to me cuz I had to
2: save to your drive
1: down Oh there yeah. To you, yeah. I told
2: you he was a shyster. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's say I at least got to go through the interview process. Yes, you did. And that's actually probably not a bad thing. I wasn't I was I I'd forgotten that happened. <laughs> but that was back when we didn't even know if we could sell anything with this. I know, but even still. I had to listen. You, you had
1: a better chance with me than with that I'm guy. here, aren't I? Because no no matter what he offered you, you weren't going to get it. <laughs> That's the difference. I couldn't offer you a lot, but you were going to get what I offered you. And <laughs> he he could offer you the moon because he wasn't going to give you anything. <laughs> well, where did I end up anyway? <laughs> with me, and you're happier yes. for it. I got I got offered. Especially when I'm picking on you.
2: Yeah. I ended up getting, off, getting offered a job that never existed.
1: <laughs> that never existed when he offered it to you.
2: Oh, ta- Yeah. It was That was bizarre. <laughs> that was a bizarre. I mean, you didn't know that. Right. But
1: at the time, he offered you a position that didn't exist. Mm-hmm.
2: For a team that didn't exist. It still doesn't exist. That he was telling everybody existed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if yeah. you're in the know, you can read between the lines. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's it. You know, last words of 2020? <laughs> Let's, uh, I don't know. Football's in 2021. Let's get to there.
1: Yep. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Be safe, uh, and uh, we will uh, talk to you uh, in uh, January the next time we get together for a podcast. It's Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast.